Hello, everybody. This is RPG Cast 634 for June 4th, 2022. I'm your amazing returning host, Anna Marie Privateer. I'm here two weeks in a row. That, like, never happens anymore. And it will never happen again. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm here, as always, with my lovely co-hosts. Hi, Kelly Ryan. Hi. Hello, Chris Privateer. Hi. So video card. So if you are watching live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer... I didn't want this video card, Chris, but this is the video card I deserve. Chris is very excited because it was our ninth anniversary this week, and it is his birthday in another week, and so I told him that he could buy a video card. And so his AMD Radeon 6750 XT has arrived. Um, like the doorbell rang as we started recording. Um, our Steam Deck arrived this week. So would you like to see my deck? It's right there. It's on the screen. It's on the screen. Yeah. You should be here at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. It's right there. Every week, Saturday morning at noon Hello, Eastern, deck. 9 a.m. Pacific. I'm stroking By the way, deck. did you know that we have a Twitch channel? It's twitch.tv slash rpgamer. We actually stream on twitch.tv slash rpgamer seven days a week. We have a whole stream team of seven people bringing you entertainment. Not quite 24-7, but many different times throughout the week. And uh, stop stop stroking your deck. So pet the cat it's, instead. It's, it's impossible to stop stroking your deck. Once you have- <laughs> stop playing with your deck. Pet the pussy instead. <laughs> Might be a little too raunchy for a show title there, but I'm going to write it down anyway. <laughs> oh, so I'm I'm going to jump right into what I've been playing. Um, so here is sort of an interesting thing is as as I think a lot of people know, um, I left the games industry in September. I decided that I was going to go full time into crypto. Um, except one of the things that's very rapidly happening is there is now crypto games and so i'm like hey my two universes are colliding in sort of fascinating ways <laughs> oh and let me tell you the gamers love omana <laughs> yeah there is that that new nino kuni game has uh, crypto stuff <laughs> no <laughs> Um, that isn't what I'm going to talk about. I'm actually going to talk about a game. I want to hear about crypto. the Nino Cooney crypto, though. I, uh, I, I have it on sort of my list to play this week because, yeah, I heard that there was some some interesting integrations there. Um, but I've been playing something called Liquid Lands. And so Liquid Lands is basically playing Risk with NFTs you already own. And so um, I work on Mooncats. You build up on the purples? Yeah, it's actually, Buy yes. Papa New Guinea? <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Just like Risk. So, um just like Risk, each uh hexagon in the world is assigned a a value in bricks, raw bricks. And you fight other NFTs for dominance on that spot. And the longer you hold the spot, the more raw bricks you accumulate. And if you want to play the game for free with just the NFTs you already own, you actually don't need to spend any money at all. Um, But if you have a lot of NFTs like I do, or if you want to like financially support the game, you can then mint those bricks and trade bricks back and forth. And there's like a small spiff every time a brick is purchased or sold. And that goes back into the developer's hands to continue uh, funding development. And so this game has like a thousand daily players. (laughs) 
which seems small until you realize how many of those people are like putting money into the ecosystem and continuing to grow it. And so it's been really fun because um, there is a big faction inside of my NFT project, Mooncats, that all love playing. And so like we are basically always in the top three factions in the world because we are also well coordinated. Thanks to me. Um <laughs> In terms of non-NFT games, I have been playing a lot of Stream Raiders. My friend Ninji got me back into Stream Raiders. Stream Raiders is a game where you um, place uh, warriors on the field, and every 30 minutes the streamer can send out the warriors to attack all of the um, bad guys that have popped onto the scene. And so it's fun. I kind of play it around doing my job and playing other games. And the thing that I've been plowing a ton of time into this week is 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim for the Switch. Woo-hoo. So You're almost done, aren't you? I, I am, yeah. So I'm 30-ish hours in. Um, I've been playing it a lot. And so I'm I'm going to jump into the third wave of battles today and probably just kick my way through all 10 of those. And then I'm I'm pretty close to wrapping up the story. I think I've gotten a swipe right on six out of the <laughs> 13 characters right. yes swipe right to sentinel oh that's true <laughs> that is how that works huh? yes it is and it's great because every time i get a swipe i post it on twitter and it's like i got a swipe and it's great because you know the people who have and haven't played the game because the people who have like it and like put funny gifs in the swipe to unlock right uh gifs in the replies and then people are like what are they swiping and why it's like you should play the game and in fact we have a friend that he just left his job and so he's like well i need a game to play and i'm gonna play 13 sentinels and so we've sort of been getting like the drip of him playing the game and him like being this game is so painfully anime and i can't stop playing it (laughs) but it's so good it's so good um how does it run how does it run on switch oh fine Okay. I mean, I'm playing in handheld mode, but remember, I'm the person that played, like, Atelier games on the Vita. If there is any sort of low frame rate, I probably wouldn't even notice. I I was more concerned about the strategy stuff than the anime stuff, but... Nope. um... Seems to be fine. I think think Hyrule Warriors broke you, and now you do notice frame rate. (laughs) Ever since that game, you're like, oh... That that game had a lot of load times. Like I literally yeah. doom scrolled Twitter while I was waiting for high reward. Forget load, load times. You were just stuck. The game ran at four frames a second. What? No. I didn't notice uh, performance issues during gameplay, but I noticed it during the uh, load times. Yeah, the the problem with that game wasn't really performance, although when you started to get a huge Uh amount of things around you, it definitely started to Mm -hmm. chug a lug, lug, lug. That's performance. That chugging Eh. is performance. Eh. That's what we're talking about. But it didn't bother me. Okay. Did I see it? Yes. Did it bother me? You didn't used to see it. You used to tell me, I don't see anything wrong, and now you see it. No, no, no. You see dead people now, Anna. (laughs) See, now I feel like i need to mail you um rune factory so that you uh, you can see the performance issues in that because if you can see it in that then it's true okay why does that make it true um because the joke is that anna doesn't notice performance issues oh fair enough yeah 
So if she notices performance issues, then it truly has performance issues. If she doesn't notice, then it's just people bitching to pitch. I, I think oh. I think this sort of rolls back around to like when I was playing Zelda Link's Adventures and people were like, oh, if you use the speed shoes, the game totally lags. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't see it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what I've been playing. So, uh, Kelly, what have you been playing? Oh, well, first off, it's, it's exciting news today because I am meeting my podcast partner in crime, Maddie, in, in real life today. In playtime? Uh, no, yeah, sure, playtime. No, <laughs> no Platty, Platty. So I, I have to refer to him as Platty because my nephew's name is Matt. So uh -huh. when I say, hey, I'm meeting Matt at Freddy's, it, uh, oh, right. the diner this, today, this and it weekend, causes he's confusion. like, oh. Yeah, it causes confusion. So I've had to refer to him as Platy all week. But what's what's hilarious is that the um, so he ordered his uh, his passes for the um, national parks online, thinking that they would just send him digital passes. <laughs> and no, they had to actually physically snail mail the passes. And he was going to be on the. They weren't going to get there in time because they came from like Seattle and shipping to Florida, and there was no way that even FedEx was going to get them to them to him in two days. So he's like, "Can you do me a favor? Do you, if you give me your address, can I mail this to you?" I'm like, "Oh, sure, go ahead. I'll just give it to you when I meet you at the diner." And then later on, um, I get an email or I get a text and it's like yeah i had to order this and ship it to you too and i look and it's a vita cable because what, apparently is matt money laundering through you um no you're not but, sure uh, you're not sure, not sure. <laughs> um but but it was like yeah so somehow through the shuffle of you know dealing with kids and trying to get out the door he left his vita cable and i was like yeah I, I, this is coming to your house too <laughs> and i wasn't sure of the timing today so it's like you know if it doesn't get here you can have one of my vita cables and i'll just keep the one that's shipped to me um but it's just been amusing this whole whole week getting uh texts like yeah i had to ship this to you but that being said, I'm I'm very excited. I got my own slime to bring so that we can take pictures of our slimes together. Because if you follow uh, what Platy is, it's Playtime with an E. Uh, if you follow him on Twitter, he's been taking pictures of his own blue slime at all the places that he's visited. So he, he put one in the hole in the diamond mine in Arkansas yesterday, which was a cute little picture. And I'm just I'm, I'm so excited. This is the first like true Internet friend that I've met in person. And I mean, that exciting. just means you're going to have to come visit us. Yeah, at some point. Um, Vaughn McPlans, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh I don't know, 2025 when <laughs> this pandemic stuff is, or, is over so I don't get you sick. Um, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so I, I had to go into that because it was exciting and I had to tell the Vita Cable story just because it was funny. <laughs> but um, <laughs> su Suffice to say, all I've played this week is more Elden Ring. I, I discovered the scariest enemy in that game and it is the ball. Oh, oh, God, the ball. Not the ball. And the ball. So if, if, if you played Elden Ring, you know, and people that haven't have been like, what? What the heck? And it's like there are these giant 
boulders, but they look like pinballs. And you think, okay, it, it's a giant ball. Oh, it's slow. I can just, you know, magic this in far. And oh my God, it's coming at me at 90 miles an hour and stop, crunch. Stop, stop, stop. And they chase you and they're yeah. scary. Yeah. And you hear that rumbling in your speakers and it's like, oh God, where is it? Oh. But um, I, I beat the Star Scourge, which was an interesting boss fight. Um, summoning all the NPCs and then having them Leroy Jenkins into the fight. And I didn't get a chance to tell you last night on Discord, Chris, that um, if you've somehow gotten patches, he nopes out like right at the be- beginning of the fight. Which fight? Like he doesn't even die. He just nopes right out. Of which one? Patches. Of which fight? The uh, Star Star Scourge fight. Oh, Everdon? I yeah. didn't think. No, he doesn't. I've had him fight with me. Yeah. Really? Because I noticed that he would nope out almost immediately. I mean, I'm not surprised, Kelly. <laughs> I'm not surprised either. I just thought it was funny. That's kind of his character. But yeah, yeah. I, I thought he played. I he went in. I've seen him get killed. <laughs> I did not see him get killed. I saw, I saw him like P- Patches has left the fight. Not not Patches has died. That's funny. Uh, well, maybe something changed. Yeah. Um and that that fight was really fun but also very annoying because um you know, like my issue I said my issue was last week I kept uh hitting the dismount button and dismounting and once you dismount in that fight you're pretty much done. At least for me, anyway, because you have to get Rodon in a in the dead zone where he can't meteor you, but he also can't melee you. I'm just I'm um, upset that you're doing all these bosses on fewer attempts than me. Oh, that was not fewer attempts, my friend. That that was an entire <laughs> evening. Yeah. Of, all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> enter the fight. Okay. Dodge forward. Okay. Now. Summon the two, then go right, do the dodge, summon the jar, mount up, go to the next one, try to dodge the million arrows, summon the one, and then get in melee range so that he'll stop shooting freaking arrows that one shot me. Um. <laughs> yep. And when I rebound the mount key. Elden I Ring, everybody. The, yeah. When I rebound the mount key, I won on the first try after it. I can't believe that. Yeah. Um, so I beat him and I beat the guy in the capital city whose name I'm forgetting. Um, um, yeah. Spoiler. Oh yeah. So we don't say, we don't say who that is because it's supposed to be a surprise. (laughs) Okay. Well, I, I beat him and that wasn't as hard of a fight. It was just a matter of once again, trying to stay out of melee range because he had that three hit combo and it would just destroy me if I, got even one bit into the combo. Um, but that that city was kind of neat, especially climbing on the gigantic stone dragon. Yeah, it's cool. Very, very uh, I'm in. I'm did in you find did the- you find the area that's the same as where you get the round table? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, that's in that um, city. Yeah, I because <laughs> I. I, I was trying to fight my way through that city and I was not getting anywhere. So I looked up a guide and I was like, oh, you can just run past everything. So that's what I did. Ran past everything, uh, unlocked the grace areas and then went back and explored. Uh, 
because yes, those, those soldiers that can do the lightning and can lightning you from God knows how far away were just a nightmare <laughs> to deal with. Everything's uh, a nightmare to deal with in that game. I mean, you're not wrong, but I mean, I'm getting through it. But put you it this are. way: this is the f- I've tried many a Souls game, and this is the farthest I've ever gotten into a Souls game. Yeah, that was true for me too. Because I got two bosses into Demon Souls and noped out, um, mainly because of the prison area was giving me so much trouble. And then um, Dark Souls, I don't even think I got a boss in and noped out. Um, but this one, oh, oh my God, B- being able to magic everything from a distance is just chef's kiss. <laughs> so much fun. Um and also, I uh, I finally had enough intelligence in my build to uh, get the um, to, to to change the thing of remembrance for the uh, the mage lady into her staff, and I upgraded her staff a little bit. And holy crap, that staff when you upgrade it, it gets broken. Because my my regular staff, I think I my sorcery was only at like. 275 and when this current one my my sorcery is like 350 cool oh yeah just insane damage um although i'm running around in the snow area at the moment and stuff there is pretty uh pretty tough right now um there's this giant bird that I, i was trying to fight that had kind of a baby face Yep. And that that was a, I doped out on that fight just because I'm the not death doing bird. It. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, more than one of those around the world. I'm I'm gonna have to go back to that one because I was beating my head against the wall. And oh yeah, I'm the one in the it. was it on like a big flat lake? No, you're in a different area. Never mind. No, the one in the big fat lake was the mist dragon, and that was also a pain well, in the ass. Mm-hmm. But no, the um that bird. I just, I, I don't know what, I don't know if I was just not doing things right or what, but I, I was beating my head against the wall with that bird, so I'm going to go back to that one. But um, the mist dragon, I kind of got the hang of. And and it doesn't help that when you when you go to uh, low level, now that I go to low level areas and can two shot bosses, it kind of makes me feel stronger than I probably actually am going into the content that I'm actually supposed to be geared for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but that being said, it it's fun going back to that first area where I was struggling so much, and um, that one gate where you go into it, and that huge giant drops down from above, and that's your first kind of this is Dark Souls bitch moment in the game, and just going back and laying that that's what I test new build. Um, new uh spells on is that boss uh that kind of mini boss just to see how strong i've gotten and being able to lay waste to him in like five hits is just so fun um but i I probably need to continue the story i oh and i finally uh cleaned the feet of a uh, a moving mausoleum i finally figured that out good (laughs) yeah i gave you that clue like just clean their feet you probably like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I don't see anything dirty. I don't have a squeegee. Oh, you got to knock the rocks off. 
and, and yeah, that that helped me get my staff because when I uh, used that memory, I got the moon spell, which is an awesome spell, but it's completely impractical because its cast time is so long. But I picked the spell instead of the staff because I figured, well, I could always get a new staff, but spells are infinitely handy. And it's like, nope, the staff is handy. The spell is useless. And I and I'm also frustrated. Which that spell? The, Which spell? Um, I think it's called Lunar Crash. Mm. You summon a moon to sh- okay. shoot at things, like she does in that fight. But its cast time is way too long for it to be practical. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, <laughs> and that's the sucky thing about Astrologian is uh, there's only like a handful of spells that are actually useful. The rest of them are just flashy. Um. Your Glintstone Pebble is useful. Your Glintstone Arc is useful. Um, you get one later called Magic Glint Blade, which you cast, and then after a delay, it, sh- it shoots a uh, sword laser at it, which because of the delay, it would seem useless, but it's nice because you can set it up before a casting animation and then step back, and all of a sudden, the thing will just get pelted with lasers. And it's nice for bosses that move around way too much. Um, and I've, I've also got a uh, Rocks Fall Everyone Dies spell that's also handy that I got pretty early on. Um, it, it's just frustrating. That Have you Astro played with any of the of... night sorceries? No. Okay. I don't. You don't have any. No, about. Okay. I'm. I'm not sure. I know that I can't cast incantations because I don't have any faith. Well, no. This, uh, is, this is a sorcery. It's not a incantation. Okay. I can't remember. And I'm. I'm sad that none of the dragon stuff applies to me. I don't mm. know if you missed with any of that. Oh yeah, I ate lots of hearts. Yeah. I. I I have no faith and no arcane. I'll, I put uh, all my yeah. points in the end. So well, you can respect. I, I know, I know, but a few ha- times having, at least. Having lots of vent makes me op. <laughs> That's true. Um, no, I think at some point, I don't know, I might respect and play around with um some of the incantations, and I might. If I'd ever do a new game plus, I might try out a melee build, but I need to finish the game first, and I don't even know how far I technically am if I'm in the Giants' lands. You're you're making progress. Um, okay. It all depends on whether or not you want to go to the Halig Tree area or not, which would extend your game by a, a, a good amount. But um, yeah, because there's two huge areas in the map that I have not uncovered yet. And I don't even know how to get to those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I meant to ask you this question last night on Discord. Uh, if you're in an area that you're too high level or too low level of, does the game automatically summon an invader for your world? No. Okay. Because there, there's a been a couple of spots where I tried to sneak into and a, an invader got summoned and I got my ass pummeled. Well, there's some invaders that are part of the game. Oh, they're not, okay. Yeah, they're they're NPC invaders. I did not know that. I thought that it was people. Nope. Uh, it, it, basically, if the name looks sane and and appropriate for the world, uh, it's oh, okay. a it's a it's a computer. <laughs> if it's must... pothead jar nine nine six twenty, then you know that's a person. <laughs> okay. Because that's funny that um. 
Yeah, no, they're they, getting they good. Like yeah, yeah, I know, I know. They 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 do a good job of making them seem like people. <laughs> yeah, because like when they pop a pot, like right after I've hit them, and they know to dodge dodge the lasers, it was yep. like, yeah, did, I guess what I'm they can't dodge night sorceries because they're assassination spells. That's why I was wondering if you had played with them or not. Oh, I hadn't, but apparently I need to. I think they're hard to get. You have to like beat things inside those underground jails and stuff but oh. you know those jails and stuff i don't know oh the, are you talking the tombs with the chariots um no i'm talking about the the circular ones with the worms around them and then oh. you go down and you kill it's a one-on-one fight and it's spelled g-a-o-l you know old english jail Oh, no, I haven't run into any of those. I, you look for the big, weird, circular things on your map and then, like, go inspect one of those. You'll see what I mean. Um, Wolfboy oh. makes you go to one as part of his quest. Oh, yeah, I I know I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I need to go play around in some of those. Um, I spent a lot of time in the underground area this week because I was trying to find um, smithing stones. Mm, mm-hmm. They're into some of them. And, man, some of those uh, cities that you go to in those underground areas are gorgeous, but they're also deadly. You killed a big blue boss down there at all yet? Big blue Weird dragonfly guys. There's like these interstellar dragonflies. They're fun. You'll, you'll know when you meet them. Okay. Cause I know that there was something that was like on top of a, of a temple that was spitting rocks at me that made it very hard to get through. Um, when I got that, bastard down that was a relief um and and like some kind of dragon ken boss or something that was in front of a giant skeleton in a throne oh him yeah yeah he's huge yeah that that was a very easy um that was a very easy boss fight yeah. i curb stomp it's not so thing. bad yeah the, the ants in some of those areas kind of <gasps> me up ants so yeah, I had a faith build, so I used the fire sword and just burned all the ants. I'm like, you must burn <laughs> all of Kill you with fire. <laughs> Kill all of them with fire. Screw your ants. Oh, what else? Um. Oh, and the the metal slimes in this game. Um. Well, well, easy when you're close up. That can be annoying when they're taking pot shots at you from a distance. And, and oh, and I, I had a funny moment that I regret not recording. Um. Where I was in a temple and a bunch of those metal slimes were, I was trying to clear out so that I could get the item, and they were just constantly dropping from the ceiling. And it's like, okay, I'm just glintstone arcing these to death. And then a ball drops from the ceiling, and I start screaming. I, I, can't, I can't say it on the podcast because I was dropping. Like, F ball. 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 F. ball. I like how you stop talking coherently. Like, ball. ball. Run. Stop. Stop! Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what was happening last night. Yeah, I just I get a little animated when I when a game kind of decides me to out try to like kill that. you. Yeah, um, the, the, my husband is funny when he does that. He did it in Warcraft a lot, where he would just sit there, deadpan, shit, shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, no emotion, no nothing, and it was the funniest it's thing. Focusing, yeah, I, I had ever witnessed. So, like, are you really scared? He's like, oh yeah, I'm terrified. Terrified. Like you have no inflection in your voice. I know. 
Can't handle it. Pooping myself. I I don't think he would be that calm in this game, though. It's hard to stay calm in in the Souls games. Like, I, I, they're designed to make you angry. Because <laughs> I've been raving about this game this whole time to him. He's like, and I'm glad you're having fun. I'm like, yeah, I'm really having fun. But you'll effing hate this game. Like, nope. It sounds like it's not my kind of game. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be your kind of game, but you love it. So I think it was going to be wrong. either. Yeah. Well, then why'd you try it? Uh, it sounded like a more. Uh, for uh-huh. like a better okay. term, a yep. more adult Breath of the Wild. Right. And I, I really liked Breath of the Wild, and I want one, one, one of those experiences again, and I'm getting it um, just in different ways. And more, well, I'm not throwing my controller because I broke a weapon in the middle of the fight, but I'm still experiencing frustration. <laughs> Um, I, and I, I've had to learn how to deal with uh, loss and that, oh, wow, that was a ton of souls I lost that I'm not yep. getting any back. <laughs> um, there is a, a Discord conversation I have with a group of friends that are all playing Dark Souls. And like every once in a while, it's like my runes. Yeah, it's it's a good game for experiencing growth as a person because you learn so much, like how to deal with loss and accepting that you won't get stuff back and learning to lose a sunk cost fallacy and um, knowing when to pick your battles. I think that's an important life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and oh, and I also told my husband if if I if I become an insufferable Souls fan, just please let me know if I'm saying crap. Like, uh, well, your, your husband is sending me games. a note like right now. It says Kelly, you are an insufferable Souls fan. Oh, there you go. It happened. No, I I meant more like the gatekeepy crap. Oh, yeah. Like you, you're using summons. You're not really playing the game. Um, you, you gained nothing. <laughs> you lose. The only one you've cheated is yourself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, Chris. What have you been playing this week? Um. Well, besides playing Nino Kuni Crossworlds right now and spending an eternity in freaking character creator trying to get in and get this crypto crap, um, I've played not much. Um, what did I do? Um, you set up the Steam Deck. I did. We got our Steam Deck. So our Steam Deck arrived. Like I got an email the day after the show that hey, hey. Your Steam Deck's ready. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. And I ordered it, and then two days later, it's like, your Steam Deck's here. I'm like, what? Well, that was fast. So now we have a Steam Deck. Did, did Gabe deliver it? Yeah. Directly. He came to your house and be like, here's your Steam Deck, good sir. Hope yep. you enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did he... What What else did his, uh, Gabe give me? Nothing. So I've been spending uh, time just putting games on there, seeing what runs, what doesn't. Um, and I did um, put uh, emulation stuff on there. There's something called Emudeck, and that's pretty good. So I've got that going on. And I don't know. What else? You were playing something trains this week. Uh, I Oh, uh, train station renovation. Did you uh did you want to watch me um clean up um I don't know clean up train stations that have been graffitied and littered upon um I, I 
No. I think if but I think if that's the worst thing in a, an American train station, you've hit a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so these are all uh, rundown train stations, and you go and you clean them up. It's like House Flipper or any of these other um, cleanup games. They're meant to be rather zen. Um, I've been watching way too much things like Let's Game It Out, and so of course instead of you know after cleaning it up, it asked me to place some furniture. So um, I do in the most unusable ways possible and the game just lets you do it and gives you full points for it and i love it so the bathroom sink is on the ceiling and you have um there's no toilet in there but i did give you three hand sanitizer dispensers to use after you're done making a mess on the ground and um that 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 handled the bathroom um i like to stack the benches on top of each other so that if you're gonna sit with someone you're gonna get real cozy um (laughs) The, the double decker bench. So double decker bench. You can sit together and be buddies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, but I got a little bored with that because it's like uh, I can I can kind of break things a little bit, but not as much as I was hoping. Um, so yeah, I've been just perusing a bunch of simulator games to see if I can find some terrible simulator game that I can break and have a lot of fun laughing at the the weird stuff I'm doing. Um, again, because I'm influenced by these silly, stupid videos that i've been watching i wonder if you had to try gas station simulator mm. uh it's the same it's... company makes this okay yeah um what else we got um so steam deck uh you let me buy a video card anna yes so um it was our wedding anniversary this week and it's your birthday next week so you got a video card i got a video card um it's not the one i wanted um but it's the one that you deserve yeah uh i guess it's a 6750 xt it's a modest upgrade to my current card i don't uh, in one regard you know i don't need it in another regard i still want it um and what's really frustrating is they're about to do a big change of stuff with the next generation of video cards um and so like i needed to upgrade my power supply to support the card's power draw requirements but the new power supplies aren't out yet mm-hmm. for the next gen I think well there's one model out that I think you can get um but it, it's not great and so basically if I buy a new power supply for this card I was going to need to um buy a power supply that wouldn't last through the next generation of cards which is kind of what I'm looking at now but this was the time you were making me buy a card because th- this is this is good time for us, for our budget, for gifting requirements or gifting excuses, rather. So it's like, well, you can upgrade now. Um, I don't think you're going to be able to upgrade by the end of the year. It's like, oh, no. Um, so I was like, well, why don't I get the best card they make right now? The 6950 XT. And I looked into it and I'd have to buy like a $200 power supply to support that darn thing. Um, if I want a good one, um, could buy a crappy power supply. Anyway, the... But that power supply, that $200, that crazy expensive power supply, that'd be a nice power supply, wouldn't be useful with the next generation of CPUs and boards and, and video cards. So it's like, well, how about we scale back? We do a modest upgrade now and then do another modest upgrade next year um, when all the parts are actually available, in theory, assuming there's not another video card drought once all the new models are announced later this year. So we'll see how that goes. So that's how I landed on a 6750 XT. All that because um, I know some of you out there are PC building enthusiasts and you know that this card is not um as good as like a 6800 xt um but we got tired of waiting for those to come back to msrp so 
Uh, this is where we settled because I could get this from amd.com at MSRP without issues. So that's where I settled I was for about, now. I was actually about to ask how much of a pain in the ass this card was to land. Landing was fine. It's just, you know, it's the value prop is not perfect um, at its MSRP. But also with this market, you take what you get. Um, yeah. If you no. can get it at MSRP, you're done. Um, really, it, if it were... Part of me really wanted to wait and do a bigger upgrade later this year, um, but Anna made it clear that, um, no, you're going to upgrade now because I need to get you something, and I'm tired of hearing you whine about video cards. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> I guess I can't turn that down. If you're going to force me to get a video card, I'll do it. <laughs> it's real hard to talk me into it. <laughs> the, the problem is, is he ends up getting into this cycle of, I can't buy now because... And the because just sort of rotates every few months because it it kind of becomes I can't buy no, now been, because they're not available. Well, yeah. And then it becomes I can't buy now because they're above ESRB. And then as soon as they above actually ESRB. Hit, oh, OK. <laughs> uh, above MSRP. And then it yeah. becomes, well, I can't buy now because even though they've dropped MSRP, there's a new one coming out within a certain time frame that makes it verboten to actually buy anything so yeah i i, mean, I basically well, need to drag the, him out of no, that bad cycle at some point and so he's just gonna have to I, learn to live with his nice video card okay, so to counter that a little bit those cycles don't normally have that above msrp um baloney stuff going on that's that's a unique thing this time around uh and it's not a unique thing it's been happening for years at this point no we didn't have i'm sorry anna but five years ago video cards even when they were overpriced they were not two to three times their normal sure price. but it definitely has been like this for about three years now yeah coming uh, out of the crypto winter yeah. in in like late 2019 and early 2020 yeah. this became the norm yeah absolutely but it's so going away so we are looking at two it's or three years away. is it's it though i don't i think that we're going to see that I at can least get a, a card at msrp yeah, indicates but it's going away i think <laughs> that we're going to start to see this cycle happen again through this generation of video cards where oh. there's going to be a period of time where there's unavailable so a period of time Anna. that they're over msrp and their period of time because you that you're not going to want to buy because well we're really close to the next refresh if that that was the case i should have got the 6950 if i'm gonna be waiting another two years <laughs> uh, I, I was about to say this is why i tend to prefer consoles but yeah. then i remembered well i'm gonna want to put an ssd in my ps5 at some point and oh, oh wait no the consoles are starting to become pcs yep <laughs> It's fine. I'll I'll enjoy this card. It's it's at least a fifty percent boost over my card in many games and a couple games. It's a hundred percent boost and whatever. It's going to get me closer to one hundred forty because I have this one hundred forty four hertz monitor and I can't push it in many games. So like I can't use it as one hundred forty four hertz. So this will get me closer to that in a lot of games and then we'll see what's going on later in the year and we'll make an informed decision about the future rather than a rushed decision now that wastes extra money that we're hoping we don't have to spend and we'll probably spend more overall. But you're going to have a kick ass graphics card by the end of this ordeal, Anna. Woohoo! <laughs> Anyway, we're Team Red here. Sorry if uh, that offends you, if you're an NVIDIA fan. And uh, my apologies. I know I'm doing it wrong, but also these cards are cheaper. <laughs> so um, that's, that's yeah. Go ahead. 
No, I don't, I don't blame you. And I'm sitting here thinking if I'm going to get a new video card, I might as well get me a new PC because I don't even think this PC, you're right, with that, all that power supply stuff, it's like, you know what, I'd rather just have it all in one package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a uh, lot going on there. And uh, I'll let you know once I install this stuff later today, if, or I'll let you know so next you, week if it works out. I forgot, did you build your PC from scratch? Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's why yours is upgradable. Yeah, I've wanna... I've been building from scratch since college. Okay. Yeah. I've never built one from scratch. I wonder if I ought to try that if I get a new PC. My very first computer back in like 1999, I built from scratch. I just built it from random parts people were getting rid of. It was a huh. piece I mean, of crap. The problem is you have to do your own tech support. Yep. And that, yeah. sometimes that's better than company te- tech support. Sometimes yeah. it's not. I don't know. It depends. I had the patience for it 20 years ago. <laughs> now I just harass you. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I have Vaughn. He's my tech support. He's he, he <laughs> All right. He, he can charge me in dinners since I make good food. It I'm in Nino Cooney, Anna. For look, I'm in Nino Cooney. It's time for feedback. Also, I can't see you're in Nino Cooney because... Oh, okay. There you go. Now it got moved over. All right. It's time for feedback. Uh, All right. So our question of the week was, what is your favorite Pokemon-style indie game? Uh, Fireminer jumps in and says, my answer to this week's question is Digimon. No, really. Digimon games are good. It's a big shame that they aren't more popular outside of Japan. I've also heard good things about Nexamon. Maybe I will check it out in the future. Um, Kelly and I both love Nexamon Extinction. Um, Fireminer also says, uh, that being said, why can't monster collecting type games implement an economic system? Anyone remember that in Story of Seasons, by buying and selling products, you change their prices? Oh, yeah. And the old Harvest Moon games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a mechanic that got dropped really quickly, I think, because the feedback on it was that people actually didn't like it. Um, but yes, Fireminer says, I would love it if a Pokemon uh, game had something like that and you could sort of role play as a Pokemon breeder. That would be cool. Um, I have some of the Digimon games that have come out recently on Switch, and I definitely need to bump them up in my play uh, priority. So um I have cyber, the Cyber Sleuth duology yeah, on Switch, that's... but I I don't know if that's strictly monster breeding or not. Though I think that that's just an RPG that just happens to have Digimon. Yeah, um, uh, I I don't know if a lot of people know this, but um, back in the day, one of my first community management jobs was for Digimon Masters, which was like a uh, online MMO. Digimon, Digital Monsters. Sadly, I no longer own the page because I gave up the only account that was connected to it. I totally should have transferred it to my personal account and forgot. So, oh well. Um, um, Tangentially right. related, I need to send you Digimon World Next Order um, so that you could play it. Ooh, if yes. you want to try a good Digimon. All right. Uh, Featherhoof checks in on Aiden Chronicles Rising. Uh, Steam says I'm 10 hours in and I'm still enjoying it. It is a 6.5 out of 10 kind of way. Okay, bordering on good. Uh, the evolution of the combat equipment is progressing as I had hoped and I am happy about it. And the banter between party members gives me chortles occasionally and endears me to them. The overarching story isn't anything to write about, but it's admittedly a tiny slice with small stakes pose. Uh, surrounding this one town in a greater world that is going to be expanded upon in the full game. 
think a lot of the game criticisms from y'all are fair, but that hasn't stopped me from enjoying myself. And I mean, this is something we talk about a lot. You can definitely like a mediocre game, but it's still mediocre. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I'm no stranger to that. See the entire Disguise series. <laughs> That's a good example. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Pa past two, I mean. Because one was pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, Paul Wall jumped into the Aiden Chronicles Rising just to say, I am so close to being done with Rising and I still don't know if I can finish it. I skip all the dialogue and pick up all the quests and then just tear through the maps collecting items before moving on. The rinse and repeat is exhausting, though I'm still pumped for the main game. Uh, Platy jumps into the question of the week and says, um, the best one, of course is by the little-known Japanese company Level 5 with its Yokai Watch. Um, but I mean, if you want to expand your horizons a bit, I wholeheartedly recommend both Nexamon games. I'd suggest playing them in order, as the first offers a pleasant GBA-style Pokemon clone, and the second is an amazing improvement in all ways, from story to dialogue to equipable stuff. Read my reviews of both. Yeah, he PM me this morning. He's like, yeah, I popped in my question of the week because I want, wanted to recommend that so nobody would say Monster Harvest. <laughs> uh, Tam also jumps in and says, uh, Monster Sanctuary seems like the best indie Pokemon. Party-based battles, interesting abilities, and its own Metroidvania-style map. Um, watching Lofter play it was super awesome. So That is a good one. Yeah, I, I need to play it. I think we have it on, like, everything at this point. So mm -hmm. maybe I'll play it on the Steam Deck. The Pokemon part is good. The Metroidvania part, not so much, but your mileage may vary. Hmm. And that being said, I'm I think it is dream. time. We have a butt ton of news this week. So, yeah, we're going to put our question of the week at the end of the show because it is directly tied into all the news this week. So okay. news. Beep, 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 Hey. Did, I thought the news died. Sorry. No. Curl no. okay. um, Game announces open world RPG Withering Waves. Um, we don't have a lot of information about this, just that it's been announced and you are playing in a world devastated by calamity and you're dealing with it. Um, you could watch the gameplay trailer and the opening trailer on our site. Next, we've got Knights of the Old Republic 2 igniting on Switch in June. Um, this was a sequel to the original Knights of the Old Republic. Then, uh, when did this game come out? Uh, 2004. My God, I, get, I feel old. That's almost 22 years ago. Um, so yeah, the game's set roughly 4,000 years before the film series and five years after the first game. Wasn't this the one that ended on a cliffhanger? Or was half done? Uh, let me see. Chris? I'm looking. Which one? Um... That being said, it's it's getting an HD spit shine. Wait, Co Kotor be... or Kuro? Kotor two. Kotor two. I'm sorry, I didn't see we got to Kotor two. Um, that is done. What happened was people found unused content in the game and modded the PC version to put it back in. Oh. And I forget whether or not that's any of that's getting into the Switch version. Okay. Um, we've talked about this before, but. Yeah. I thought fa famously that it was considered only half done. Well, it, it, kind of, right? Because they cut a bunch, and so people have put it in. So a revamped ending implies to me that they've added some of that stuff. Um, I just don't know the details off the top of my head to be to promise what they added and what didn't. So I see. Someone who's well, a you... closer follower of it is going to have to tell us. 
Yeah. So you can get it from the eShop for $15 or as a part of the second or a bundle with the first game for $30, which is actually a pretty good deal. It's all right for a game that should be $3 on sale, at least the first, the original. I guess the HD remaster should cost more, shouldn't it? Yeah, hmm. your mileage may vary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's releasing on June 8th. I feel so like this check- is one that I'm going to put on my wish list, and when it inevitably drops to $15 for the bundle, I will pick it up. Yeah, I bought an original Xbox to play this, but I bought a copy that was so scratched up it was unplayable. Oof. So, yeah. Um, we've got another Summoner's Guide video for Soul Hackers 2. Um, this time it's going into how you can get stronger in the game using your comp. Oh, boy. Uh, not a whole lot to say about that. You could watch the video to get more information about it. Um, I just know that Devil Summoner is coming out on August 26th for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Oh, and PC. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. A mainline Persona game, or SMT game is coming out on PC launch, or day one. I'm well, hoping awesome. that this will become the norm. This isn't mainline, yeah. though. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a spin-off. you're right, it's not, but Soul Hackers is a pretty big deal. Hmm. It was one of the more popular spinoffs. Anyway, um... Ooh, this is, this news excited me, but I don't know if it'll excite anyone else. Um, Romancing not. Saga Minstrel Song Remastered is releasing this winter. What this is, is so this? A, among the staff, this is pretty exciting. Among the readers of the site, I don't know how exciting it is. I was going to say, they've been complaining. <laughs> I think most people hate Saga games. Why? They're good. I mean, there was like that one Saga game that was good. Which one? Uh, Frontier, was it? Yeah, Frontier was good. Um, The Romance and Sagas are supposed to be really good. This is a remaster of the original Super Nintendo game um, that was remade for the PS2. Um, Oh, that's why it looks so bad. Eh. It looks weird. (laughs) Um, And and I'm wondering if they were going to do the remaster of the remake or do the original Super Nintendo version, but I'm glad that they did this one. Um, I've had this in my backlog for ages, and it'll be nice to be, to be able to play it. Um, it's going to be released worldwide this winter on PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, and iOS, and Android. And also, it's supposed to have pretty amazing music. I oh, like and, the name of this next game. Oh, 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 and it's going to be released in Europe for the first time. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um... Cyber deck, de- deck building RPG Heistgeist announced. Heistgeist. So this is set in a 2040 cyberpunk version of Central Europe and follows Alexandra, a thief for hire, as she tries to rebuild her reputation back up after her last job goes wrong. And you put together in a team and plan heists for items, including secret prototypes and corporate intelligence. Um, set to be released for PC and Nintendo Switch sometime in 2023 and has card-based hacking mechanics. Ooh, interesting. Um, and, yeah, and I'm definitely keeping hype... an eye on this one, so... And then and, and some hype It's just another week. card RPG. But I like, like card RPGs. I, you don't play any of them! Sure I do. Which ones do you play? Uh, I've played SteamWorld Quest more than once. I've learned that gamer girls like to be challenged on what they know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, Josh we Strife. Don't. There's a good Josh Strife um, video 
talking that <laughs> making fun of that it's great um we have a release date for pokemon scarlet and violet pokemon do, do you want to guess when it's going to release um quarter three. First week of second week in november yes Actually, I think it's the third week, but oh, quarter four. Basically, right. the exact same time that every Pokemon since um since 2015 forever? has released. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Is that when Arceus came out too? Oh, Arceus came out in January. That uh-huh. was kind of a mid. See, there's more Pokemon's happening lately. Yeah. Um, I don't think they expected Arceus to be as popular as it actually was. Mm. Yeah. That kind of caught them off guard. I mm. I think they threw it in January because they they thought it was gonna fail. Mm. But um, I don't think they expected it to fail. But I definitely don't think that they expected the explosion of popularity for it. If, yeah. If they had expected Arceus to sell more than Diamond and Pearl, Wait. they would have put it before Christmas instead of after. What mm-hmm. is this Pokemon in the background? Wait, Chris, what Pokemon? That's a wheelbarrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, so... yeah, that's what I was trying to show. <laughs> so there yeah, was this there was... Pokemon. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of people that were like trying to figure out stuff that was in the background in some of the screenshots, and they were like, Is this a Pokemon? Is this a Pokemon? And a couple of them were just like, uh guys. That's a wheelbarrow. That's a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Like, okay, I did it's a wheelbarrow. A bit. Yeah, some it's, of these tweets the, went uh, super viral. Yeah, it's during the Olive Garden Pokemon. <laughs> You're not excited for Lechonk? <laughs> Lechonk. Lechonk. The, the Le- internet lost its crap over Lechonk. Le yeah, so I guess Lechonk is a type Le of... Lechonk. No, no, Lechon right. without the K. No, Lechonk is, is a Spanish uh, dish of like uh, young pig. Lechonk. So it's like Lechon plus chonk. Lechonk. I don't care how you pronounce it. His name is going to be Olad He Coming. Olad He Coming. I wonder what he evolves to. Um, we got some old Pokemon. Pig. So this looks like a Pokemon now. Um, yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it's. Pokemon, it's it's a combination of the last game plus a little bit more Arceus open world scene Pokemon stuff going on. So I think the thing that sort of makes me very curious about Smoliv is it's a grass normal. <coughs> Excuse me, Smoliv Garden. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my friend Jupy went totally viral this week because she did a little Smoliv Garden logo. <laughs> and it's great because like all of a sudden her posts were showing up in communities that had no idea who she was. I have a real problem with Pokemon based on inanimate objects. Why? Uh, because they're not creatures then. They're machines. And these are not machines. They're supposed to be creatures. Apple pie. And uh, what? You missed the dragon? In sword and shield, oh, that's well, like an apple pie. Yeah, all right. But like these two legendaries, one's made out of motorcycle wheels, the other one's got jet engine genitals or something going on, and it's weird. They both have like a, a tire for a chest. I I don't. Is that a tire on the right? It's it looks very like a tire electric. tread, right? Yeah, the tread is a tire. I get that. Yeah. It's just so we're we're gonna be playing. It's great because someone actually turned the two legendaries into motorcycles and did children's card games on motorcycles. This one has yeah. digital eyes, Anna. Its eyes are an LED array. What is going on here? <laughs> this one's its scales are rubber tread. Like okay, guys, 
I don't know what I'm looking at, and it makes me feel weird. So oh. I'm getting Violet because I want a jet engine legendary. I guess I'll take the the rubber tire tracks then. See, Ooh. I'm probably going to get Violet so that I can get the uh, hot dude professor, and then Vaughn can get Scarlet so that he can get the hot chick professor. Do we know that the <laughs> professors are separated? No. Okay. I don't think I that's... We did. Oh. I don't know. Did they confirm that they are very specific to the game? I that's what the trailer implied. I don't now you're I'm questioning. I mean, it. just because there's okay, so let's see. Um the the news story confirms that. Okay. It's separate okay. professors. So okay. okay. Yeah. Good to know. So so I want the I want the Chad and Vaughn can get the I don't know what a female Chad is. Chadette. <laughs> Chadette. Chadette. Le Chonk. Um, Le Chadette. Le Chadette. <laughs> but yes, uh, did, we, we, we said the date, November 18th. And just a friendly reminder, Pokemon has been an annual release since 2015. Or since yeah. 2016. Don't, for, don't remind. But last year wasn't a new installment. It was DLC. Yeah. No, it was um, the Diamond and Pearl, Diamond remake. And Pearl remake. Yeah, but it's still Pokemon content sure but like arceus is a bigger thing and so that makes two more significant games in the same year <laughs> yeah uh, hey I mom's just, birthday says von so I've you're gonna get it to people, her from mm-hmm. i've heard people complain that they think that they need pokemon to slow down just a little bit and i'm kind of agreeing with them I, it depends what they do with that right like if they slowed down and made a new one, uh, I don't care about the national decks thing. I know that's what the first thing a lot of people go to. I want custom animations for all attacks. I would take a smaller Pokedex with like fully animated battles and no like generic battle animations. That would make me happy. But yeah. that's not what I'm gonna get. I want something as beautiful as and as expansive as Arceus. And I just want Arceus a- too. Yeah. Um, set set in another region too, like yes. France or something. Yes. So give me a different. Oh region yeah, what is our region? And then keep sort of like, uh, oh, it's for for Scarlet and Violet, it's Spain. Spain. Yeah. Okay. Did, did, did they name the actual region? Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm small of Gardenia. I don't know. So I I told Chris that I am going to be Welch's grapes. And he is going to have to be Tropicana Orange. Great. If you're uh, wondering what she's talking about right there. Oh, hang on. <laughs> the, the schools. The schools have logos oh. on them. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Delightful. What's your starter going to be, Kelly? Uh, the cat, right? Do you right? even have to ask? It's the cat. <laughs> um, I'm probably Spray going... Gatito? Yeah. What are you going to go for, Anna? Um, I don't know. That, that hairdo on that duck. The Quaxley? Oh I figured you would be like... I am really leaning towards Quaxley. As I much mean, as I like kitties, that uh, marijuana cat, Um, that hairdo. So I was thinking about doing Fui Coco, but it looks like the firebird, whose name I never remember, you get them fairly early. Mm-hmm. And so... Huh? Talonflame, thank you. Yeah, and? And so now I'm like, oh, well, if I can easily access a fire Pokemon early in the game, why would I bother getting a fire starter? And instead you'd go for the hairdo as well? Um, I haven't decided. Look at the water coming off his hairdo. (laughs) Sploosh. (laughs) 
what what I love is how prissy that Pokemon looks, which makes me wonder if the evolutions are going to be aristocratic. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the the I don't know. It's kind yeah. of more pompadour than aristocracy. We'll but, see. But it it doesn't matter because my weed cat's going to be named Mary Jane. <laughs> I mean, you'll get them all eventually through trading. Right? Yeah. Well, so. and here's the thing: is is the thing that interests me is. In in the new trailer that they put out, the your rival is like, oh, are these three your Pokemon? And so I'm like, do you get all three? No, starters that's just the miscommunication. I bet you that's just the the when they meet, you have all three and then you pick one. Mm, maybe that's how that you know how that's always how it goes. Like something happens, there's a battle, they're all three, and then you pick one. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see. Oh, um, and the other um, announcement, kind of, kind of huge, is that oh well, it's not really huge, but they uh, have a physical bundle with both games. That um, oh yeah, you mean like they, they always do that do. every time though? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you're right. And then you get an extra hundred Pokeballs usually if you buy the bundle. Uh, and like the European copies get a steelbook case. Oh boy! I don't know if the American one does. Probably not. Uh, last time I think the steel bookcase was Europe only because I remember Al Why does a steel bookcase matter to people anymore? I don't know. People like to collect them. They look nice on a shelf together. That is true. And they don't get as beat up like the plastic cases do. Mm, That is very true. How are your plastic cases getting beat up if they're on a shelf? Uh, I think it's more for kids. Oh, To protect them from the kids. Isn't the issue with the... Okay, so with kids the game's never going in the case. It's either in the system or under the couch. Those are the two locations. It's never going in the case. So does it really matter? Mm. Where's the name blank for putting your name on the Pokemon case? <laughs> you need to bring that back. I, I think you um don't have a good feeling for kids? how often kids oh. change out their games. Oh, I do. It's just they don't put them in the case. Uh, Anna, okay. we don't put them in the case and we're adults. Okay. That's different. <laughs> I, I we don't have my mom going, Chris, put your game back in its but, case. Uh, yeah, and I'll put all six in one case, and I'll just keep that case in my drawer. <laughs> I, I do have one of those uh, 80 case folios for all of my Switch games now. I, I, <laughs> Tam I, confirms I actually... they don't put them in the case. Your kids are different, Tam. <laughs> I've also lost many cases from kids. See? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they come and take his games, take the games out, leave them there, and then take the case. <laughs> uh, Brooks does make the girls put the games back in the cases. Yeah, so. okay. They're a strict household. Nobody can live under those conditions. I, okay. Well, I mean, my dad was pretty Why do you think Ivy's about... so neurotic? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Clip is the neurotic cat in that litter. Look at this Not... cat. She's completely calm. Uh-huh. Nothing wrong. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Soon as she starts squeaking, soon as she soon as she can't find her emotional support fox. Okay, we, she's we've started she's just marriage a disaster, talking, haven't we? Hi. Right. It was our anniversary uh, this week. Uh, two new Warhammer 40K <laughs> games got announced this week. Oh boy. Yay. So we got <laughs> We're so excited. <laughs> Warhammer is definitely a thing. So we've got 40K. So we got animated for Warhammer with like gothic fleet armadas and stuff. So that's cool. The first classic CRPG in Warhammer 40K. Wait, seriously? Yeah, I think they've all been either like tactical games or No, no, yeah, I agree. Cards. Like this is actually significant, I think. If this is um that's a good setting for CRPG. 
You could go, you could do things that could be cool. Do you think they've never had one because then people wouldn't spend four hundred dollars on miniatures every month? Nah, I think they haven't had one because people try to emulate the Warhammer gameplay a lot of times. Ah, uh... and so it's that lends itself more towards board games and tactical games. I see. Um, so you've got Road Trader, which is the first traditional one, and then Inquisitor next-gen console versions have been announced. Oh, this is by, oh my gosh, this is by the Pathfinder folks. Oh, or huh. the people who made the Pathfinder video games. I'm very excited. Is this, are they kickstarting this? They kickstarted those Pathfinder games. Are they not kickstarting this? Sorry. I'm, I do not know. This is, I didn't understand that. Okay, um, they're doing so founder- instead of doing kickstarting, oh. they're doing NFTs. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, no. NFTs by any other name. You can buy a bunch of packs and the packs get you digital goods. Doesn't this sound familiar? Yeah, it sounds like the fake Kickstarter things that most people yeah. do. It's not an NFT. It's an NFT. But... You get the game. Yeah. And... There's a difference between this and an NFT because you get something you can play. Um. Yes. <laughs> but also, no. Uh, yes. There are NFTs that do that. There are very few. <laughs> We can debate that later, though. Mm-hmm. Do you do you care about the dedicated PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of uh, Inquisitor? So yeah, this is already out, right? This is the uh, yeah. This is the Diablo like. Um, that's good. No, I think that's good. They're gonna they're gonna bump them up on those consoles. Yeah. Yay! And the new DLC, the new DLC is coming out to yeah. them as well. Good. Yay! Um, and and slightly bigger news this week, but not um we've got a new dragon age game title revealed it's gonna be called dragon age dreadwolf why is it purple that's not the color scheme of dragon age oh i didn't realize it was referencing a character known as dreadwolf oh okay i didn't play inquisition so i don't know so, so yes, Dreadwolf first <laughs> appeared in Dragon Age Inquisition. Hey, if you want to know more about Dragon Somehow, Age Inquisition, we, we, have us... a, we have an RPG backtrack on it that just came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, Alex, instead of linking to any coverage on the main site, he linked to the old site. <laughs> well, I guess that's more accurate because that's I... when most of the coverage happened. So that's great. Yeah, classic RPG gamer. Yeah, look at that. If, if you want to hear a duet with Sam and David... Trying to sing the Inquisition song from History of the World Part One. Do up, shua, do up, Listen no to my art backtrack. <laughs> Nobody inspects the Dragon Age Inquisition. That was the joke. <laughs> that's well, that's the Monty joke. Python. That's not History of the World. <laughs> uh, oh, and you'll have to hear the skit. Ah, Speaking of right. games, we won't see for quite a while. Final Fantasy Sixteen. No, As a release no, no. window and a new trailer. Whoa! Oh, they, they made me so happy and then they blueballed me because I got to wait a whole year, but I'm hoping it's going to be good. Yeah, people um, were getting me to start thinking we had a chance of getting this this year. And I was starting to believe, like, I guess Yoshida could pull it off because I never would have assumed that. And sadly, no, it's coming next year. Sorry. Um, so the main trailer looks is- interesting. The main protagonist's name is Clive Cleave or Clive? Clive Rosefield. Yeah, whatever. Ifrit. He's Ifrit. 
So it seems like there's people in here who are the embodiment or possessed by or can summon various Eidolons, they're calling them. So the Final Fantasy summons you're used to. Um, we've got Ifrit, Shiva, um, Ramu, um, Odin, and Phoenix. And am I missing anything? Um, Garuda? Uh, Titan. Did you say Garuda? Yeah, And Titan. Garuda. Yeah. All right. Uh, and it looks like there's big you know, kaiju-style battles with summons. We don't know how big a part of this game this are. Are these big single events that happen every so often so they're, you know, <laughs> you'd only get these once every 10 hours or so? I don't know. Um, but they look so cool. They do look cool. They're very cinematic. And then it shows the rest of the battle system, which, okay, so I'm going to tell you, the first trailer for this game showed us world and people talking and politics, and I'm like politics and story from the team that gave us the final fantasy 14 story i'm all in this trailer showed us amazing summon battles which i want to just be part of as much as i can and very generic action combat that i don't think i'm excited about hey chris you keep saying eidolons but they're icons whatever uh, i think they said same eidolons thing. no they're icons it's, it's icons, all the yeah, same thing yeah. it's it's the evilest name of eidolons eidolons icons summons Whatever. They've all been used. <laughs> yeah, this battle system, uh, I said this on Discord, kind of looks like the Final Fantasy VII remake and Final Fantasy Origins had a baby. And yeah. that is the battle system in this game. Is that good or bad for you? Um, It might be a little challenging for me, personally. I I need I to play Origins gonna... and, and you see... You played Seven Remake just fine in turn-based mode with a bunch of the assists turned on. Well, there might be that but, stuff here. Okay. By Origins, you mean Stranger of Paradise? She does. Yes. Okay. I, I just need to package you a box of my games that I've played this year for you to play. <laughs> I have that, some games that, way... that I need to return to you as well. Yeah. I have, like, a little shelf of things to send to Kelly. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what we see with this battle them. system. We've got buttons on the lower right with attacks. Like it's some sort of free-to-play MMO on your phone. Um, you've got a jump, a phoenix shift. Then once you change stances, it unlocks some separate attacks you get to use for a second or two. And then you're beating up people en masse. Um, on the left side, you got some items, potions, and tonics. Um, on the right side, you've got your attacks. So it looks like you're controlling people. It looks like every party member you're controlling is one of the icons. Idol icons? We're going with icons? Icons. Yeah. Because here's a party, you've got Garuda, Titan, and Phoenix, it looks like, in your party. And so you're gonna you're controlling those people so you can do some standard attacks and then bust into your elemental mode and push out your... So if you're playing the con controlling Garuda character, you'll do wind attacks. Um, that makes sense. It looks very action-y. It yep. reminds me a lot of like Ease 9, where all of the characters have weapon types associated with them that will do better against different types of enemies. So if there's sort of an elemental system where, like, some enemies will be strong to fire but weak to wind, that would mm -hmm. be kind of a cool mechanic. Uh, looks like it's going to give you rewards based on doing well, um, and I bet there's going to be an easy mode that just lets you mash buttons and get lots of rewards and feel powerful. And they're staggering, like, yeah. Um, yeah, ease and cold steel, 13. so I'm I'm interested in this. Um, Maybe. Well, what I imagine is going to happen is closer to the release date, they'll put out a demo and uh, solicit feedback like they did with 15. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very action. It, people! This is very action-y, though, so that's a little concerning to me. Uh, it's not what I look for in my Final Fantasies, but... 
Which is weird because I swore I saw a headline this morning that was like Final Fantasy's return to turn based combat was inevitable. And I'm like, none of this Not looks this turn trailer. based to me. Yeah. Absolutely none of this looks turn based to me. So the battle system is the DMC five guy apparently. Yeah. So that's definitely action based. Yeah. Um unless he was go- unless the DMC guy is doing his take on turn based and they didn't show it in the t- trailer. <laughs> Which yeah. would be a I weird combination. It's, it's very early. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna and that's the thing is it's like there is still a year of game development that ha- that is going to be yeah, happening but on this. for Final Fantasy, that's a and, lot of polish and translation and stuff. Though. Yes, for sure. And I mean, but the yeah, games, I bet you the battle system ain't changing that much. No, <laughs> no, exactly. So like if, if people are saying, oh, this is just going to end up being turn-based by the time it comes out next year i'm like no you are high and don't understand how game as much works. as i might wish no i i hope that much like the final fantasy 7 remake there is sort of like a turn-based mode because that make the, that made the game eminently playable for me well, um but that, that is an accessibility actually, request rather than please change your entire game design well here's the thing um i think that's one of the reasons they aren't showing much of the battle system in these trailers so that they can reveal things like, by the way, this has two modes. And and do that later, Yep, you know? Yep, for sure. So we'll see. There's a chance. All right. <laughs> I am hype. I, the, I am so the, hype. It looks good. The second half of the news is all boring. <laughs> After Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> uh, we got Call of the Mountain gets a trailer and a free update for Forbidden West. So You want to do VR? The- you want to do VR Horizon, Anna? Yeah, no. Um, you don't so want to do climbing? The... I I've the I haven't finished the third chapter of Darth Vader because it has like a lot of climbing stuff and it makes me a little dizzy. Oh. So I might have to turn on the the like play like a baby in the third <laughs> Vader game. And I don't know if this uh, Horizon like VR. a baby. Yeah. So there's you can actually turn on sort of like it's less an easy mode and more like an accessibility mode where it is like, hey, if climbing up and down is making you feel like you're going to hurl, um, play on this mode. So um, I, and I don't know if this Horizon VR game has that or not. But also, there's a free update to Horizon Forbidden West. So if you've been waiting for some of the stuff that they promised coming um, for your Horizon Forbidden West, then today is the day. Or I guess yesterday was the day. New Game Plus and Ultra Hard Difficulty. Yep. Including a bunch of QL features that they've been talking about, like a transmog. So like you can change the way your equipment looks without putting on crappier equipment. There's transmog in Horizon. Yes. Chris, this is a big enough deal that people want it in Horizon. Yes. Okay. Chris, why isn't there transmog in Elden Ring? That's actually I, there well, yeah, you're right. I'm there I'm is a there around. is a guy you can talk to to kind of trim the capes off of things. But it no, actually I, takes stats away from him when you do that. <laughs> I want to go around wearing my witch costume as a wizard because I've got a stone hat with crystals mm-hmm. on it right now that I makes know. me look stupid. You're right. You're right. There should be transmog and Elden Ring and, there's, and there is not. Um, the Bond good part it, is I, this. The good part is this. Ultimately, when you when you get your play style down and you level up other parts about your character, the gear you're wearing doesn't matter so much. People yeah, just dress true. up for fashion. The weapons matter. Your skills matter. That stuff matters. Your stats matter. Um, the gear does. While it could matter, you could you can build make builds around gear. A lot of people just do dress up with the gear. 
because Vana's like, you look like you're wearing a B. Arthur wig. And I'm like, I'll have you know that B. Arthur wig gives me a plus six to end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tam, Tam there... there's a dude who alters like your cl- costumes, but it's like one alternate look for some piece of gear. You cannot make them look like other pieces of gear. I uh, I definitely had times where I was making fun of Chris for wearing very funky looking gear because he needed it to protect against sort of certain. Oh, um, the mushroom set to yeah. protect against rot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, I will dress up as a mushroom if it makes me suffer less in that one area. <laughs> oh, that sea of rot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's oh, one of also, the underground areas, Kelly. You'll love it. Yeah, I think I know where you're talking about. Also, <laughs> speaking of Tam, um, he wanted us to mention um, Shinji Hashimoto is retiring from Square. Who? It was the CEO of Square. Yeah. He's retiring. So. Was that uh, the that, one that was pushing Is he being NFTs? forced out because of NFTs? Yeah, that's my question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Is he being forced out because he isn't pushing NFTs? No. <laughs> he's I been there for 28 know. years. He's retiring. Yeah, he's, so, he's old. Yeah. Hashimoto-san. Uh, um, people who have been making games all of our lives are going to be retiring at this point. I mean, this guy was involved in the first Final Fantasy, I believe. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> Again, people who have been making games all of our lives at this point are retiring because we're 40. Yep. Thanks, Anna. Oh. Thanks. Oh God, You're 41, 40. old man. Not yet. Oh, right. I'm never growing old. I don't right. want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. All right. Hey, um, Eternites. Eternites. What is yeah. this? So this and got announced during the PlayStation State of Play. and Oh, no, this is the body horror game. Oh, where you lose your arm. You, but you get a cool tentacle instead. But look at this scene. It's terrifying. It, it just didn't That's your out. hand in the foreground. Yeah, yeah that's okay. I, I don't know. This just, you would think that this would, this would be the kind of content that I would be like, nope, 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 nope. Nightmare fuel, yeah. go away. But I watched this trailer. Okay. I'm like, I actually kind of want to play this. Because you get a, like, a rainbow hand. Yeah, right. when you said he was interested in that, I was like, are you, who are you and what did you do with that? <laughs> I know. No, it's just, um, it is an action RPG with dating sim elements. Yep. And so I'm like, all hard. right, going to get my tentacle on. And so we have a, a lady who has palms she can shoot out of. or She can shoot fire from her palms like Jubilee. We got some lady, I think, who misses an eye, and she, I don't know. But not everybody has body horror going on, I guess. I don't Everybody's know. Everybody's missing something, I guess. Are they, though? Or, and apparently you can turn your arm into a tentacle. Yeah, so... We get some tentacle porn I mean, in that here. is sort of part of the whole premise of the game, is like, um, you Press are... Press R2 inf- to hold hands. You are infected with a thing that takes over some piece of your body, and mm-hmm. you are looking for a cure. Press R2 to hold hands, Anna. Press R2 to hold hands. All right. Uh, other interesting thing uh, that oh, came Oh, wait, out- we got a correction. Uh, that square guy was not the CEO. Oh, nope. ne- never mind. My bad. So Hashimoto, not the CEO leaving. So there you go. But he was a he was a big dude. He's yeah. been working on Fun Fussy for forever. 
Um, other interesting thing that feels like it came out of nowhere is um, No Gravity Games was like, hey, we ported like the entire Steve Jackson sorcery mini games into oh, consoles. Yeah. So uh, the complete collection of sorcery is coming out June 23rd for Xbox, uh, PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. I so, played the first one of these. I on, played the on first the phone. three of them on the phone, and then I kind of just forgot. Did they make by the more? Time. Yeah, there's four. Oh, yeah. So oh, there's only one more, and you didn't finish. I know. It, well, I just completely forgot about go. it until this announcement came up. So now I'm like, I'm probably gonna. So these are kind of story based role playing, choose your own adventure games yes. where your choices have consequences, but you can adapt and make do with the new situation you find yourself in, and you got to make choices. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, so, I mean, this is part of, like, a huge franchise that was big in the 80s called Fighting Fantasy, and there were all sorts of, like... Uh, was it that big? I don't know. It was big. I, I mean, mean, to me, it was big. This but... was a... It was single player in the 80s, right? It no, was these a... were these were I thought books. it was... Yeah, that you played by yourself, I thought, with dice and stuff. Yeah. So, there, there has been sort of a revival of that Fighting Fantasy franchise in the last like five to seven years we played some yeah remember we went to pax that one year and there were like three different devs up on the sixth floor yeah making fighting fantasy games oh yeah you're right and we played them all on ipads i I guess i didn't realize they were all this series basically yep yep so yeah they they're it was uh everything's gonna be great on ipad and then that didn't go anywhere yeah no unfortunately so Yes, this I I had a lot of fun with the three that I played. Um, I replayed the first game a bunch of times. Like mm-hmm. I think I got every single route you possibly could in the Shemitani Hills. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So I might pick this up to play them again. It's really fun. These are games that you want to play them for like an hour before you go to sleep. They're kind of like good little nighttime stories. Yep. What's Drova? It is a, there's a playable teaser for it available on Steam and a women to time event called the Arena Season 3 that's available until June 30th. And you will be able to experience the game's battle system. Mm. Um, The game itself is a pixel art action RPG inspired by Celtic mythology. You don't sound that excited, Chris. No, not at all. Can I have Final Fantasy 16 yet? No. Okay. And then we've got a Kickstarter update. Uh, Annie, you backed this, didn't you? Absinthia? Um, Absinthia. Yes. Yes, I did. So it takes place in a world. Um, oh, I guess it's developed by um, Ratalika Games. Did I no, pronounce that they're, right? No, they're publishing it. Oh. Um, but Oh, Team Bewitched. Yes. Sorry. So Team Bewitched um, has put out Night Bewitched and Celestial Hearts. Um, and sort of this... Uh, Absinthia takes place sort of in the same larger universe. Um, and yeah, I liked the other games. So I was like, heck yeah, I'll totally back this. It looks cool. You yep. played other games from these folks? Yes. I don't remember any of these being played by you. Okay. The the screenshots are giving me Mystic Quest vibes. Are, were these phone games? This looks like phone game graphics. Uh, they were small PC games. Oh, all right. So, like, I, honestly, it was something that I could basically sit down and play in a day and be like, I'm good. Oh, you never uh, finished them? Um, I don't think I finished either of them, though. Okay, gotcha. Now I know. The PC version is planned for an early 2020, 
2023 release and Wait, uh you played two games from this company you couldn't be bothered to finish either one so you kickstarted their next one sure why why not because you don't care enough about the games to finish them okay that means you don't like them uh, you effectively five hour ruled them no it's <sighs> this is the struggle with pc games okay well now you have the Steam Deck. Yes. I'm sorry, Kelly. Go ahead. So I will probably end up buying, or not buying, uh, downloading Celestial Hearts and playing it again to well, completion Since you have a time. Steam Deck, there is a demo to try out through Steam and itch.io. So I guess you could probably Does it work Steam. on Linux, though? Yeah. All right. You'll have, to, you'll have to find out, but download the demo and see. And yeah, I think, what, what was the game looking for for... Twenty thousand dollars. Yep. So, um, that that is all the news. Chris, hold on. What can I spend a bazillion dollars on on that Kickstarter? I I didn't see it. I'm looking. Hang on. Five hundred dollars or more, you get to design a quest in an NPC. Um, and the fifteen hundred dollar tier is already out. You can't do it. You would have been a dungeon master. So dungeon. So here's the fun thing: is if you are sincerely interested in doing the dungeon master backing, he is added. Um. So there was one initially, and then he added another one, and it immediately sold out. So I, think, I feel like it, it is one of those things where if you really want to throw $1,500 at this game, um, uh, JK would be like, sure, we'll... Uh, maybe, but is that going to lead to problems with the game when you have too many hands in the pot? No. Okay. Um, we've got some new release dates. Made in Abyss Binary Star Falling into Darkness is getting a September release date. Okay. It's coming out on September 2nd for the PS4, PC, Nintendo Switch, and physically for the PS4 and Switch. Um, oh, here's a game these... I didn't get this week, but I kept thinking about getting. Soldiers. The soldiers. Um, yes, yeah, so they announced a physical collector's edition, including a... Um, comes with an 80-page art book, a soundtrack CD, a gold embossed collector's box, and a numbered certificate of authenticity. Yeah, this is a Metroidvania, and I just wasn't feeling Metroidvania gameplay, but man, it's beautiful looking. I will have to put that on my wish list. It looks kind of cool. And then um, Aloth, Champions of the Four Kingdoms, is getting a release window um, sometime around summer 2022. So soonish? What is this? Not sure. Is this like a CRPG or a Diablo game? I think it's a CRPG. With action combat, kind of. Okay, cool. So Whichever. what's coming out, Chris? All right, let me tell you what's coming out. It's few, only a few things. We've got Spellforce 3, Reforced. Not Reforged, Reforced. For PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series S and X. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords, coming to the Switch. That is, the HD remaster already came out on PC, right? I think so. Okay. So, um, as an, then you should be able to just go look up info about that version <laughs> to see what you're going to get on the Switch one about what extra content was put in. And then finally, everyone's favorite, Metal Max Xeno Reborn for PC, PS4, and Switch. That's it, Kelly. That's I it. thought I had a sarcastic comment about like, liking that game, but I'm blanking on it. So <laughs> we're just going to go into the editorials. We've got an interview from Alex Fuller uh, talking about Centennial Case, a Shijima story. Um, who, who did he interview? Uh, Square Enix's in hand it, are making the game, and they interviewed... 
um, the lead actors, Yuta Hiraoka and Nanami Sakuraba, as well as producer... Oh my gosh. Basically the whole team, the main team. Oh, is this FMV? Yes. <gasps> I have this on my wish list. <gasps> Why don't we have this yet, Anna? When is I, it out? I, it's out on a bunch of things. It's not even an RPG. Why are we doing an interview with it's them? Oh, because Square Enix. Because Square Enix. It's part of that, like... No, I mean, but that's how we got the interview, because we oh, have because the relationship Square with Square Enix. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> like, how did we land this, even? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Square Enix. Oh, We've got a Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster review from Paul Scarelli. Um, spoiler alert, he gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Uh, imagine it's that good. the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, said that the only two knockbacks are that the bonus dungeon is not included from the yep. GBA version, and you cannot uh, do the original soundtrack. You can only do the arranged. Version. I'm okay with the soundtrack thing. It's a bummer that the GBA content wasn't included. It's not the end of the world. I'm not a fan of their new sprite work, but I'm a much bigger fan of the current sprite, the new sprite work than I was of the last version of FS6 they put out. Yeah. Um, Truth yeah. be told, I never, I never did that dungeon in the GBA version, so I'm not that must about it. I'm trying to think, like, what would I score it? Four and a half might be the right score. I mean, because that's like that's a five out of five game for me, so it's like hard to to see it not get a five out of five. But I think I understand why, with the realm of what they could have achieved with the remasters, how they kind of just stopped short of going there. But they did a good job, so yeah, four and a half might be the right score. The tablet version would probably get a four out of five just because the controls in that version drive me up the wall. Yep, I I but... could agree with that. Yep. When I either when they do a switch port or when I can when I get my Steam Deck and at the doesn't end your of the husband year, have a Steam Deck? Yes, yeah. but it's his Steam Deck and we'll not borrow her Steam it. Deck. Make him play Switch for a little bit. I mean, I'm sure he will, he would let me borrow it if I asked nicely, but I don't want to just punch him. <laughs> punch no. him in the neck and take no, it. No, Chris, this is terrible marriage advice. What don't the listen hell to Chris. Wrong with you, Anna, do you need help? Blink if you need help. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not saying he should punch you. That would be wrong. <laughs> but you should totally just punch him in the Chris. nuts. Chris, we just had deck. a trial. Oh, Chris, <laughs> did we win nothing from Amber? I don't know. Did she we... she did win a statement. <laughs> That's beside the point. <sighs> All hey, right. Um, how, how about this? Cover him with cats, and when he falls asleep, sneak away with the steam deck. Hey, see? There you go. Nonviolent okay. solution. Is that better? Yes. yes. Thank you. All yes, right. You're welcome. Right. Uh, we got a Trinity Trigger demo impression from Michael Baker. Um, obvious that this is, in fact, a mana game in all but in name is the headline here, is what he says. Uh, so you can read more about Trinity Trigger. Um, wow, there's even Bunny Girls. Yep. Holy crap. I don't I don't know what we're doing with this. Like, is it out? No, no. it's just a demo. <sighs> wait, wait, the demo's out. Yeah. Uh, what's it on? Various storefronts. You can play it on Switch right now. Anna, go play this demo. Tell it's, us if it's, it's a good Japanese mana game. It's a Japanese demo, though. So oh, you're gonna have to... never mind. She she hates my Japanese account on her Switch. Because it pollutes her store. with her. It pollutes her news feed with Japanese stories she can't read. Uh, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even read that that says that. Nope. 
what All are right. we talking about? Did we, you punch Vanya? We. I mean, did you cover him with cats? We. Is that going to be our no, euphemism? We're, we're wrapping up for the week. Oh okay. my God, Chris. I'm going to take... What are you going to play? <laughs> what are you going to play this week? I'm right? going to finish 13 Sentinels, and then uh, you actually bought me a couple games for our anniversary, so I might dive into one of those. Yay. Uh, so More Elton. More Elden Ring, and I do have a secret backtrack game that I need to play at some point that I don't know if I'm, if I'm, well, I, I know I'm not going to enjoy it, but I, I need to try and give it a go because we need content. And I don't <laughs> want, I don't want to say what it is, but because I don't want people on Twitter to shame me, but we're, it's going to be a bad game. <laughs> oh boy. I'm sure you know you know which one I'm talking about. I think I do. Oh. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I do have a good backtrack game shipping to me. I finally bought like a dragon for 15 bucks today. Ah, Yakuza. But, but I need to play the bad game first. Ah, Judgment. No. <laughs> oh, Judgment 2? Uh, Chris, what are you going to be oh, playing this week? Oh, the game that she was talking about. Okay. I'm going to be playing more Divinity Original Sin 2, which I didn't mention earlier and I should have because I have still been playing that. Um, which now I have to figure out when I play in bed, do I play it on the Switch or the Steam Deck? And I'm honestly not sure because the Switch gives me the split controls, which it's easier and more comfortable to lay down in bed with the little Switch handheld controls. And the Steam Deck, I have to pair a regular controller to it or hold it in my hands like, a, like an animal. And I don't know if I'm cool with that. So um, I have to figure out how to play Divinity Originals in 2 in bed. Those are the terrible things I have to deal with. I'm also going to play Upgrade My PC with the two parts I have now. This new video card and new power supply. And hopefully I will achieve greater stability and, and higher hashing rates for my mining. LL, just kidding. I don't mind. Um, and oh, and then also upgrade your PC with the, with the old card, Anna. So you'll get an upgrade too. <laughs> um and then what else uh steam deck stuff what are we doing with steam deck so you put p3p on there for me so i probably will have to dive into that sooner or you're later. going right in huh yep i thought you were gonna play the anniversary games uh, you have so many games I you have keep telling me you have, I have to play too many games yeah. that i want to play at every the same day it's time. a different game i'm being told she has to play first before x such and such other I, game she have, just won't tell me what she wants i to do. have a problem you do. You do. <laughs> pet your cat all right uh the question of the week is do you plan to play final fantasy 16 when it releases yes. next year so i think we have two solid yeses and me as You're a maybe based maybe. on the battle system yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna be a battle system question for which me which probably means i play it for you or rather i play it and you watch <laughs> yeah is what could i mean be. to say could be yeah. yep all right I, I forgot what was the big controversy about 15 not being finished was it because of the dlc because of the never-ending dlc stream yeah see i didn't get that i thought that the dlcs were just side stories that didn't matter and people made a big deal. I think there it. was more stuff with Arden that people wanted fleshed out. I I think yeah, something like that. Yeah, that stuff all got canned after a point. I I honestly I never finished the game, so I actually don't know what's not wrapped up well. I did uh, go to some festival, Moogle Festival, I think at some point, and that, <laughs> I that remember was in there. you doing that. <laughs> and I got an Assassin's Creed costume, and yeah, I don't know. And Prompto said, da 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 And I discovered, discovered a new a recipe. New recipe. <laughs> I just know memes. I don't remember the game 
It gets like dark as hell at the end. I, I, I'm aware yeah. of that because they flashback. Like I knew that from the beginning, but I didn't know how they get there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you, Dale North, for our amazing intro outro music. Thank, Thank you, you Twitch, for, for recording the audio that's going to be that I need to download and reinsert into the middle of this show. All right. Uh, we will see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anna, are you going to play Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise on the Steam Deck, maybe? Maybe. We'll maybe? See. Maybe? We'll see. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.